Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of the Confidently Lost Podcast. I'm your host Kara, aka Kiki, aka Brown Rice Ho. And today, while I'm recording this, the moon is making its transition into Virgo, a Virgo full moon, the last full moon of this astrological year. And in my last episode, I talked about the astrological new year and the goals that I want to achieve in these next 12 months. And I just thought it would be very fitting to end the season with the bang too. So if you don't know much about astrology or you don't know much about the moon cycle and what that means for us emotionally, this is going to be a pretty wild ride for you. I feel like some things might get a little little out there, a little woo-woo. This is me stepping into my, like, I don't know. Like, my my esoteric energy. And I don't share this side of me a lot anymore. I feel like when I first tapped into this side of me, it was when a lot of this was less, like, talked about and a lot less normalized. And so it was like, if you did talk about astrology or if you did talk about the moon or manifesting your crystals, blah, 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 it was, like, weird. And so that's one reason why I, like, never really talked about this in high school. It was just something that I learned about and read about and started incorporating into my life. But, like, where I am now, like, it's been some years. And I feel very seasoned and I feel very knowledgeable. And I feel like I have been consciously able to, like, I don't know, just analyze the energy and how it flows in the different seasons through the different patterns. And that's what's super cool to me. I think energy is dope as fuck. And I wish more people were in tune with their own energy and the energy of the world and the energy of others. Because I think it's it's a very beneficial lens to see the world through. Because... The energetic world is not a world where a lot of people are comfortable in or where a lot of people are aware that even exist or they're not able or willing to or ready to tap into it. So anyways, I feel like I'm already getting like super woo when this was not the point. As I do in the beginning of most of my episodes, I'll start with a slight life update before we hop in. So I'm still on spring break. Today, I literally, well, actually, I was going to say I literally did nothing. I did my hair, and that took me a minute. So, snaps for me for sticking it through. I also tried a new eyeshadow look, which is so fucking cute. I did, like, purple and pink, like a purple and pink, like, wing type. I don't, I don't know. I don't know makeup terms like this, but anyways. I did that and then I used my blue eyeliner to like outline it and it looks looks what the hell and it looks so cool so anyways that was fun I'm feeling like bad bitch again and yeah I put together some cute outfits because tomorrow I am going on a girl's day out with my friend Parker I have not seen her since Halloween and that is unacceptable so 
and the last time like this time last year is when me and parker also started hanging out again i don't know i guess it's just something about the air signs in spring it's like we just we're like back to our old selves and we reconvene and we have a great ass time and we're supposed to go get lunch and then we're gonna paint in the park i think we're gonna go to austin so that should be fun because also south by southwest is happening right now which shout out to junior because junior is working the content team for them um but there's some free like art exhibits and different stuff like that that we're able to go to without like having a pass so i'm gonna see if i can also convince her to do that because right now i am a slut for art and art museums and galleries and i don't know maybe it's just i can smell tourist season around the corner and maybe it's also pisces season and mercury and pisces and all the other amazing planets and pisces but i'm just feeling so artsy and like i have a very sharp eye right now as far as aesthetics go but anyways so yeah experimenting with my makeup experimenting with my wardrobe and experimenting with my spontaneity which feels very very nice um so yeah and that was my little life update um oh also by the time you're listening to this i will have officially launched my brown rice hoe website um which is pretty exciting i've been working on this for a month now and i'm just super excited it looks so cute it's like ah, it's all green and vibey and on that website you'll be able to find um like episode notes for the podcast well not really notes but like little summaries of the podcast a little 30 second ish audio clip like for people who find the blog first or even for y'all if you i don't know if you ever want to like go back and listen to an episode you can like scroll read what the notes were about because my descriptions that i use like in the actual episode notes are really bare bones bare minimum which i think is kind of funny because i like the element of surprise that each episode brings whether it's the title or the description like you may think you know what you're getting yourself to, into but you never really do and i love that about me and i love that about this podcast which is what makes it super fun um but yeah that website is live i am really excited i feel like instead of trying to do so so much all at once it's i'm sorry my voice sounds really weird i don't know what's going on um but i feel like instead of me trying to do everything all at once and like stressing myself out a lot in this period of my life i'm really taking time to like sit down and curate one single thing and focus all of my energy into that because when i do that with focus and with with consistency that's when i produce the things that stick long term for me and the things that mean something to me the things that have the things that represent me in the most genuine way like when i started this podcast i didn't focus on marketing i didn't focus on like i wasn't 
advertising it on social media i barely told people that i knew when i first started it because i wanted to really start this podcast as authentically as possible and with as much thoughtfulness and mindfulness as possible because my thoughts and my words are the most sacred part about me and my energy and i'm putting all of that into producing this show which it's not emotionally draining but i feel like if i put pressure on myself to meet a certain standard or to try to i don't know like if i let comparison take over i would produce the show in a completely different way and so i'm glad that it took me months to do it but i took the time it took trial and error me figuring out how i wanted to speak me figuring out out if i needed structure if i didn't need structure and it's turned into this beautiful chaotic carefree dream world and i love that for me so yeah um so same thing with that the website it took about a month i really poured my heart and soul into this into figuring out how i wanted to write the post um in transcribing journal pages um and letting myself be vulnerable and opening up and really sharing my words with the world and also learning how to step into a more professional at least what professionalism looks looks like for me a more a more professional headspace and mindset and i'm proud of myself for the work that i've done and i'm very proud of myself for sticking it out and being consistent i know i kind of took a hiatus with this show but life really caught up to me and that's okay i'm only 21 years old i'm still figuring this shit out as i go and that's the whole point of confidently lost so i'm being very gentle with myself right now and i want to encourage y'all to do the same thing for you whatever that looks like for you and in whatever area or areas of your life that gentleness needs to manifest but i digress um so we are here today to discuss the beauty that is this virgo full moon in pisces season ending off the season aries season is only two days away which is insane well two days away from when i'm recording this um so yeah i want to preface this by saying none of my words are fact i guess is a good way to say it like i'm speaking these things from personal experience from little tidbits that i've picked up throughout the years from books from blogs so if you want like the hardcore facts the deep background all of that this is not the place to get this i'm just simply giving you a little summary of my understanding of what this period of time looks like what it means so yeah if you want more detail if you want it to be more educational then do the research like everybody and their mama so anyways okay so basically the thing you need to know about full moons is that full moons are a time for release i feel like this kind of coincides with the fact that 
the zodiac sign cancer is associated with the moon cancers are water signs cancers are um mutable i mean not mutable cancers are cardinal signs which means they start the season and they're very good at getting things started cancer is also associated with <clears throat> oh child i'm out of breath cancer is also associated with like the home homemaking and cancer is seen as the mother cancer is the mother and capricorn is the father so that's a little background of capricorn and with all of that being like understood it makes sense to me why the full moon is a time of release and a time of high emotional tension or high emotions just period because i feel like the full moon also in its brightness and in that being the time where the most light from the moon is being shown it's like everything that you've been feeling is amplified and before we enter into the phase where the moon turns dark again and the new moon approaches before we get to that point you have to let go of everything that the light is shining on that's the way that i like to interpret it because it's not i don't have huge like huge emotions rise with every full moon is one thing that i've noticed because if i'm doing like my spiritual upkeep and my mental health upkeep then i am more in tune with my emotions and it's so easy for me um which i guess can be blamed on, blamed on my capricorn moon but what can be very hard for me is slipping into patterns where i don't let myself feel all my emotions now in the past i wouldn't let myself feel pretty much anything at all and when i did it was always like one day or like one moment something set me off and i would cry and that was it so that was me in the past and by the past i mean like high school once i got to college once i was out of my home and once i was able to grow through things on my own like having that independence where i felt like if it was just me dealing with me i could let myself experience emotions however they would come up and so then i started letting myself feel more and so i was a little bit more in tune with my emotions but i was still blocking something out and then when 2020 came and as some of you know a traumatic life experience happened which i'm not sure if i'll ever talk about on here if i do one day that will be a very a very powerful and triggering episode but it might be helpful for some people so who knows we'll see what happens but once i went through that period of time it was like bam you can't ignore your emotions anymore let it all out and for months following that that happened in like june for months following that up until about february i was just like processing 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 and it looked different every single day and it's not something that i really shared with a lot of people but and also because it didn't happen in super like big ways that's how a lot of my healing journey has been it's just a collection of tiny moments that all stack up to a huge soliloquy or wait no why the fuck did i say hold on no because what does that mean 
I know I heard that word in the fall in our stars. I know that for a fact. Soliloquy. I don't even know if I'm spelling it right. Okay, I mean, I guess soliloquy could have been the word that I used, but I'll say soliloquy or like epiphany. But anyways, um, it's just always like little moments that lead to the, to the big realizations. And <clears throat> my point was, I feel like I got off topic, but my point was is that you may not feel a huge shift in emotions with every full moon, but I feel like if you tend to push things down, you probably will, especially when the moon is in like one of its main placements, whether that's Cancer um, <clears throat> or whether that's Capricorn when the moon is in detriment, which basically means that the moon does not thrive in the placement because it's opposite of where its home lies. <clears throat> so it just depends and it takes you really being in tune with your emotions, which is the other thing. Because if you're in tune with your emotions, you can follow the patterns. Or even if you're not in tune, you can just say, like, if you keep track of, like, how you're feeling. And then one day if you check and see, like, oh, like, before every full moon, I get really down in the dumps. Or, like, you know, whatever it may be. So anyways, this is a time of emotions coming to the light, of old patterns and old habits that need to die coming to the light. And this is one thing that is very important right now in the Virgo full moon, because Virgo is an earth sign. Virgo is a placement that is really grounded and finds its grounding in routines and habits, especially relating to health and wellness, both physical and mental. And I think one of the downsides of Virgo being an earth sign and tending to be so kind of hard and rigid is that the emotional piece, like that emotional wellness piece, isn't always taken into account. And I think that can kind of lead to Virgo, especially in their per perfectionist tendencies, not being able to give themselves full recognition. And then that leads to an, emo an emotional turmoil of never thinking you're doing enough, never thinking you're good enough. So these are some things that may be coming up for you during this period of time, or I guess now that like it's over, that did come up for you surrounding the 17th and 18th of March. So I think that one important thing to tell yourself is, or just not even to tell yourself, sit down and think, what things have you been doing in your life? Just really think, what are you working on? What are you focusing on? What are you creating? What are you producing? What's working for you? And what are patterns and habits that are working for you in your life? What are patterns and habits that are, what good things do you do for yourself every single day? Um, if productivity is something that you strive for and something that is very important to you, maybe assess what things make you productive, what things don't. And just really kind of pros and cons list this bitch. Like, what works, what doesn't? What brings you joy, what doesn't? What makes you feel at peace, what doesn't? Like, these are the things you need to think about. And then it's time to reflect and reassess. Whatever is not working, how can you make a positive change? And I think that's one thing that's been really important for me this year specifically because there are so many, I have set so many non-negotiables for myself that I'm not walking out of 2022 feeling certain what types of ways 
dealing with certain types of patterns because I know that they don't serve me and they aren't beneficial for a greater good. And these are things that for whatever reason have have proven to be some of my biggest challenges in life. So 2022 for me so far has been a lot about self-discipline, a lot about consistency, a lot about persistence and perseverance. So I think this is a theme that's also really coming up for me right now around this Virgo moon because it is spring break and for me if you remember like back in the second episode I always talked about how breaks from school are the time when I get my life together so for me I was already in a period of being ready to reassess my routines my habits my daily life and figure out what I can do to make myself feel better feel healthier making sure that I'm taking a holistic approach with my wellness and tapping into the all of the key areas in my life and not leaving anything out. It's all about balance. And me being a Libra balance is so important for me. So yeah, that's my little rant about that. So y'all may be feeling the same way right now, but the most important thing that I'm going to tell you is to remind yourself in all of your perfectionist tendencies that you may have or perfectionist energy that you may be feeling right now don't beat yourself up because like i will continue to say you got out of bed today and you should be proud about that do not let yourself overthink this and stress yourself out and i know that it is easier said than done but this is what this is what therapy is for if you can go to therapy this is what journaling is for everybody can journal everybody has the capability of sitting down with their thoughts and letting whatever comes up come up which we'll get to some journaling props later but yeah so this is really what this period of time is all about and i think it's very important for you to release what is no longer serving you right now I think it's really important as well for you to nurture yourself in this period of time and to be more gentle with yourself. That's what we all really need is more gentleness, more compassion for ourselves, more empathy for one another and for ourselves, because we are so hard on ourselves and that only puts us at a detriment. So now that I have kind of talked a little bit about the energy surrounding the full moon and specifically the energy surrounding this full moon in virgo um i think i want to go into more like i guess routine things or maybe activities that you want to take part in in this full moon cycle and like i said before i know that this is like a couple weeks after the fact of (laughs) my apologies I'll try before the next new moon to upload another episode similar to this so you can learn more about the moon cycles as a whole and like how it starts with the new moon, what the new moon's purpose is and why that leads us to the full moon of release and reassessing and realigning. But anyways, so these are some things that you may have done subconsciously which is great or consciously if you've already followed astrology and are big into it 
um if not these are things that you could have your energy could have just been pulling you to do or maybe you didn't do anything any of these things at all but this is just to kind of show you some of the patterns that would be helpful for keeping your energy in check during this astrological period that just happened so the first thing is to declutter your home if y'all have ever met a Virgo, you know how particular they tend to be, how clean they tend to be, and how much they tend to hate mess. They're very environmentally driven, and this is something that I definitely, definitely resonate with, especially with my Mars and Virgo. I'm always on my roommate's heads about the dishes and about cleaning because that is so important to me. And also, like I said in my last episode, it's really important to me because messes remind me of home and home is not a safe space for me and i refuse to carry that same energy with me throughout my life so that's one major thing that is very important during any major type of virgo energy in my opinion another thing would be to reflect on your daily routine which i kind of i kind of talked about just reflecting on routines in general but especially your daily routine because I think it's very important we as humans in my opinion need rituals I think we need processes processes I don't know whatever I think we need these rituals to ground us and to keep us sane to keep us whole to keep our eye on the prize and to keep us balanced so I that's why morning and night routines are so important to me that's why I spend a lot of time trying to curate the right morning routine for me trying to make sure that my sleep pattern is on point do I always succeed at this no but this is why we love the energy surrounding the Virgo full moon because guess what bitch is going to bed tonight and waking up early to go on a workout so she can get her daily practices and daily rituals back in check me bitch so yeah next is to think about personal growth reflect on your personal growth and what you can do to reach your goals as a person not necessarily like monetary goals not necessarily career goals but you as a person like you to your core your values your soul your consciousness what do you need to do in order to grow where do you want to grow to these are very important things that i think we often don't reassess within ourselves that we need to more and this is why i used to hate when people were like journal journal but like no when i really journal or when i sit down sometimes i like to record post podcast episodes that i'm not gonna release I really love talking through things. It really helps me conceptualize and rationalize. And it's just so nice. And I think figuring out what that looks like for you is going to be very important because then you'll get to see a deeper side of yourself. And that will help guide you in the direction of personal growth and whatever that looks like for you. Next is to connect to the element of Earth. So whether that is you going on a hike, whether that's you tending to your house plants, whether that's you physically grounding yourself on the earth, whatever it looks like for you. Maybe it's also doing a crystal meditation. Crystals are made of the earth. 
I think that working with elements is one of my favorite parts about astrology and about like this weird spiritual I don't even know I just love elemental meditations and elemental subversions because it makes me feel super connected and super grounded in or as a human being which I think also as an air sign it's hard for me sometimes to stay grounded because I love to live my life with my head in the clouds and that's my truth the next thing you want to do is have a healthy meal I don't know if y'all know but Virgos are notorious for being the girlies with digestion and stomach issues so health is very important to virgos for just their daily survival so i think this is a great time to i almost want to say like try something plant-based like maybe ditch the meat or just have less of it and try something that's like really balanced full of vegetables full of healthy fibers healthy fats healthy carbs but whatever health looks like to you whatever a better meal looks like for you go with that but that's just what i would suggest i just feel like a soup like a nice like butternut squash soup and a hearty salad with like some nuts and like apples and like a vinaigrette that to me just feels like i don't know that feels like virgo and then the last thing that you will want to prioritize is grounding yourself and once again this could be grounding on the physical earth this could be through meditations whatever grounds you stick with it i feel very grounded when i do yoga or when i do my stretches in the morning or at night i also feel really grounded when i am in the water i love being in the water i feel like it trans tr transcends me to a different reality and i don't know i'm just a water baby um what else i don't know just whatever makes you feel grounded i also feel really grounded when i'm doing anything dealing with taking care of the home and i think that's because my venus is in the fourth house which is where cancer rules and so it's all about the home and taking care of the home and emotions and cooking and cleaning and like housekeeping upkeep things like that like laundry i love so much and those activities can be so meditative for me whenever i'm alone sometimes i like to cook like without any music without a podcast on it is so nice i love moments of silence silence is very grounding for me yeah Whew. good food is very grounding for me it's so nurturing but yeah so those are some things that you would want to do during a virgo full moon some of them you can do any full moon i mean you can honestly do anything at any period of time but these are things that tend to be illuminated and things that tend to help keep yourself grounded during energetic periods like this 
Okay, so for the last segment surrounding this episode or surrounding the astrological side of this episode, I wanted to give y'all four journal prompts. If you feel like you're ready to kind of start getting in touch with some more of your emotions and kind of get on a journey of self-discovery and learning more about the depths of yourself, I think these are four pretty simple yet powerful prompts that you can use to get started. Um, These aren't really necessarily specifically for, I just said a lot of words for no reason. These aren't specifically just for Virgo, for this Virgo full moon. Um, They can really be used at any point, no matter the astrological transit. Um, but I just think that this is a good starter place because like I said, I think it's important that we are gentle with ourselves in these life transitions, but also make sure to still be disciplined with ourselves. So I think that these four are pretty helpful for that. So the first prompt is this full moon, I'm feeling blank. So really for a lot of people, this may be a hard one to start on because you may not be super in touch with the emotions, but just sit and let yourself feel. And if all you feel is numb or all you feel is nothing, write it down because one day you'll look back and you'll be like, wow, look how far I've come. Every step in your healing process is just as important. They are all equally as important. Don't ever psych yourself out in thinking. That's something about your journey is irrelevant because that's not the truth. The next prompt is which routines and habits work for me and which didn't add value to my life and why? So this is a good time to recess. If you've been trying new things, what worked and what didn't? It's just as simple as that. And then think about why do you think this didn't work? Maybe you're a person who needs to add a lot of joy into their routines and into their habits. So maybe maybe a way this can manifest is like if you want to work out more, but you don't like going to the gym, maybe you could do a dance class instead. So it's like, figuring out like okay i wanted to do this but this didn't really work for me why did this not work for me what can i do to still make a positive change going forward i hope that made sense the next prompt is i noticed that blank made me feel blank because blank so this is another feeling one i really like this though because it kind of helps you pinpoint It almost helps you pinpoint your triggers. And maybe it's not that cut and dry for you when you first do this prompt, but eventually you'll realize that most of your reactions, especially your reactions that tend to be like uncontrollable or just very, very strong, those reactions typically happen because we've been triggered and it's a place of like resurfacing trauma. So... I really like this prompt because it always helps me like reassess what things still trigger me and how far I've come from like, I guess like my laundry list of triggers or like, like, do you understand? I I hope y'all get the vibe. Like it's just really good at pinpointing what's bothering you and helping you get to the root of the issue. Because a lot of times for me, especially I can deflect a lot 
or I can place blame on any and everything except the actual problem. So I feel like this is a really good prompt. And then lastly, we have in the past two weeks, I'm proud of myself for blank. So like I said, we have to be more gentle with ourselves. And a big part of that is affirming ourselves and reassuring ourselves that we're doing a good job, that we're proud of ourselves, that we're able to recognize the greatness in ourselves rather than looking externally for that same validation we can validate ourselves so i really hope that those four prompts can prove to be beneficial for you i hope that they spark a lot of growth and a lot of self-awareness within you because i think that self-awareness is one of our biggest strengths so yeah that's that those those are journal prompts <laughs> I'm trying to think what else I can talk about. Um, I guess just like some closing words on Pisces season. I feel like Pisces season brought me a lot of romanticism and a lot of daydreams and a lot of creativity and a lot of creative expression and a lot of feeling and i love pisces season for that i never cry more well typically never cry more than i do in pisces season and i love it so much because i just feel so good crying is such a good release it is such a good emotional release and i hate that for so long i didn't want to cry i still did but i hate that i didn't surrender to the tears and surrender to the emotions because that's when you release the most and that's when you feel a shift the most and the strongest so yeah pisces season has been good to me i couldn't have asked for a better way to end out this cycle in my life and stepping into airy season i'm feeling like prioritizing myself and i mean that's really it i'm just focusing on me because i deem 2022 the year of me and i'm sticking with that shit i am nurturing myself and healing myself and letting myself shine and whining and dining myself and putting myself out there and being super confident and the woman that I am and the woman that I'm becoming. So that's it on that. And I don't have anything to say on this subject. So cheers to the full moon in Virgo. This was super fun. I hope to record many more episodes like this because this is where I'm really in my element. I'm literally just like chilling in my beanbag chair right now, vibing, window open, listening to good ass music, LEDs on. <sighs> prime time prime time in my life and i have a pint of ben and jerry's ice cream waiting for me in the freezer this is living heaven is this heaven somebody let me know oh child but yeah that's that on that um yeah so the next segment that is pretty new that i want to add is going to be called soundtrack of the week because 
I want to share more music on here. Music is a huge part of my life. And I think it would be really fun to like update y'all on what I'm listening to and then also like drop a link in the description. So yeah, that's what we're going with. Um Yeah. <laughs> so look out for that link in the description. Um, I'm just gonna talk about a few songs that have caught my eye recently. Um, and then the rest will be updated, like, the week. I guess it'll be, like, I don't know. It's either gonna be the week that I recorded this podcast the week before this podcast goes live or like music that i think will carry me through the week ahead it'll probably be like music that i listened to the week before because i wanted to be like this was my soundtrack of the week or actually i'll just put songs that i think i'll want to listen to in the week that you hear the episode and then as the week goes on, I'll add to it. That's it. That's it. Okay. So we're starting off this playlist very strong. Song number one is Kamikaze by Omar Apollo. Because why not? Our next song is Ass Like That by Victoria Monet, a bop. I play this song all the time and it never misses. Next song Beauty in Essex by Free Nationals featuring Daniel Caesar. Also a classic. Love this song. Chef's Kiss. Our next song is The Chase by Tanache. Need I say more? And finally, we have Losing You by Solange. This song is my anthem. And I just, I mean, enough said. I love Solange. She is an icon. An icon, that woman. Her and Beyonce never miss. So, yeah. That's my soundtrack of the week. I will be uploading, or not uploading, I will be updating more songs as the week progresses. I think this will be a fun way for, I don't know, I guess for y'all to see where my mind is at musically and the vibe of my weeks. So that's that. But thank you so much for listening to another episode of my chaotic podcast, Confidently Lost. Of course, now you can go read episode notes and summaries and more mindless musings of mine on my website which is www.brownricehoe.wordpress.com i will have it linked in the show notes um also follow me on instagram it's at brown and follow me on tiktok at keeks the freak so you can be immersed in my digital scrapbook in my digital vhs tapes which is what i'm calling tiktok it might be corny i don't give a fuck and you will be immersed into my digital journal which is my website where my writing lives so yeah i am oh and then my podcast is my 
digital journal or wait no my digital diary because i spill way more emotions on here than i do on the blog the blog is like a summary of the diary but the blog is definitely more like lesson based which i kind of like for me i like that i have all these different platforms that do so many different things for me it's cool it's cool but yeah i hope y'all like it definitely go check it out also please make sure to give me a five star rating if you enjoyed this episode tell a friend to listen i'm so excited to keep growing this and to keep sharing my thoughts and dreams with the world um also i'm really excited to bring some of my friends on for some interviews and some different talks i have a lot of cool ideas planned and i'm ready to see them manifest into reality so it's gonna be fun um but yes i'm back consistently as consistently as i can be to finish out season one with a bang um so yeah which also i'm not even sure when i will consider season one complete but i assume it will be sometime around the summertime because i will be working a lot of hours and i don't know how much time i'm gonna have or how much i'm gonna feel like being on social media so we'll see we'll cross the bridge when it comes but i feel like this is season one new and improved i feel like the energy of the astrological new year is really just firing me up and i am so ready to light this year on fire in the best way but yeah thank y'all so much for listening i hope you have a great day or night whenever you're listening to this and until next time this has been confidently lost